And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Cornbread! 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 podcast on the athletic network today's episode brought to you by neutral vodka seltzer made with real vodka real seltzer real juice it's neutral the one with the umlaut it's thursday march 16th 2023 i'm je skeets here in the classic factory and alongside me as always that's tass mellis podcast listeners this is for you. Next to Tassie, it's the bearded woman top shot hot boy trey kirby hey yo hey yo and last but not least over yonder making the magic happen it's Eshua Kid. How y'all doing? What's up, Ash? Hey. How's it going? Mike's on. Yes, sir. Good sound. <laughs> crystal clear today, my man. I love it. Uh, shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Like the video, comment away, sub around and find out. We are very close to, I believe, what is it, 65,000? That's correct. Oh, very, very close. I think we're looking for uh, 90 heroes, <laughs> give or take. Let's yeah, a couple do it. more. Let's get up to 65K by the end of the day. Uh, get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. Grab a subscription to The Athletic. Go to theathletic.com slash nodunks so they know that we sent you. And hey, if you're a Survivor fan, we love it because it's one of our favorite shows. It might be the greatest show ever made if we're being honest. We got a new No Buffs podcast coming up later today, 1 p.m. Eastern. Myself, TK, JD, Talking about last night's episode three of Survivor 44, 1 p.m. Eastern, and No Buffs has its own podcast feed and YouTube feed. We hope to see you live. I actually made a completely fake episode myself, so you'll have to tune in and find out which one you're getting. Yeah, a lot of idols and fake idols in play already. (laughs) We're only a week into this season. Uh, out there on the island, three episodes in. It's it's tough to keep track, man. It is. I I thought it was a good, good edit last night, I thought. Great edit. (laughs) <laughs> First 20 minutes last night. Woo. Hats off to the Great production. Television. Back 20 minutes I thought was pretty good, too. Uh, okay, well, agree to disagree on that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I, I'm, I'm upset because, uh, no spoilers, but uh, someone that I thought was going to go quite far in this game left last night. So mm-hmm. there goes my no buffs uh, you know, fantasy pool. Anyway, we had another wedgie last night. That's our seventh wedgie in the last week. And it was Keegan Murray in Chicago. From a really uh, sort of random spot on the floor. Not yeah, yeah. in the corner, not on the wing, but in that no man's land. And he sticks it. Really nice. Uh, we had Taylor tweet at us. Wedgie at the Bulls game and we went crazy. I guess he was in attendance. Wearing the wedgie shirt too so you know it was destiny. Thank you, Taylor. And that is nice. He's got the wedgie shirt on, which you can get at nodunks.com. And he was there in Chicago. 
seeing a great game, if he's a Bulls fan, unfortunate ending, but at least he saw Wedgie, Trey Kirby. It feels great to see a Wedgie in person. You know, it feels great to see him when we're watching at home. But to witness it with your own eyes, whether it be a pickup basketball game, shooting around in your driveway, <laughs> or the ultimate pinnacle, an NBA game, you're living the life. So, yeah, maybe sad about the way things turned out for the Bulls, but still a W because we saw the wedgie. <laughs> yeah, seeing a wedgie at any point is cool. We were down at the Skyhawks game the day before, actually. We were just in an empty gym. A wedgie happened. Oh, wow. It was like four of us on the court. Oh, I was yeah. still excited. It was still on a G League court. Anyways, we're on pace for 58. Oh, my God. So, yeah. Which is our record. How you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're at 47 right now. The all-time record for wedgies in a season, you said, is 58. Two and that's the pace we're on right now. And they, again, we've had seven in the last, you know, week, which is wild. I don't think we've ever done that before. It's crazy. I will say, I love how almost every broadcast they point out Wedgie. I mean, they almost all say it. Some of them run with it for minutes. Some point out WedgieTracker.com, like our guy Lamar in Portland. That's incredible. I think, though, we are now at a point, as basketball fans, that we should start hearing the crowd in unison yell Wedgie. There should be enough a contingent that we could actually hear it. Wedgie! I just want to hear one like celebratory Wedgie from as many people as possible. i do it. I saw one at the Hawks game. I stood up. I screamed it. I looked around. It was just me doing it. <laughs> you got some hope. You got some hope with the Clippers because the PA announcer does say wedgie. That's, that's good. Immediately. That's, that's good. We that's need more throw, of that. Throw that up there like on the that. board with an yeah. exclamation point. You could get people yeah, yelling. Yeah. But. So I, that's the evolution I would like to see here with uh, wedgie. People yelling it and celebrating it like we should and like we do. Uh, okay. We uh, on today's show will make our final regional picks when it comes to March Madness. We have hours to lock this in, so... I think they lock at noon, so... <laughs> as long as we don't have a heavy A block, we should be good. We have the West region yeah, yeah, to complete, yeah. right? We've well, done and our, all of our Final Four picks as well. Oh, yeah. We right. gotta make the, the ones that really matter. Okay, well, we'll do that a little bit later in the show, uh, and we're gonna get to some of last night's games, including uh, the Kings winning over the Bulls there in dramatic fashion, but... The NBA announced yesterday that Grizzlies guard John Morant has been suspended eight games without pay for conduct detrimental to the league. The discipline is in response, of course, to Jaws' live stream on March 4th in which he was holding a firearm in an intoxicated state. The league did say that while visiting a Denver-area nightclub. Uh, John Morant has been away from the team for the last six games, if you count last night's game, which do count towards his suspension. So he is eligible to return next Monday against the Mavs. Will he? Unlikely, according to Woj. We'll get into that in a second. But I wanted to read you uh, a bit of the statement from Commissioner Silver on John Morant. Quote, Jaw's conduct was irresponsible, reckless, and potentially very dangerous. It also has serious consequences given his enormous following and influence, particularly among young fans who look up to him. He has expressed sincere contrition and remorse for his behavior. Jaw has also made it clear to me that he has learned from this incident and that he understands his obligations and responsibility to the Memphis Grizzlies and the broader NBA community extend well beyond his play on the court. Again, that was a small portion from the league statement because John Morant met with Commissioner Silver, and uh, this is where we're at now. Any thoughts and your immediate reaction, I guess, to the eight-game suspension, the possibility of him coming back soon, Jaw talking to Jalen Rose. I don't know how much you saw of that, him speaking on the matter. What do you think? Well, the first 
couple things I thought immediately were the NBA had their hands all over this, along with the Memphis Grizzlies, from the get-go. It was the first thing I thought. And then the second thing I thought, this is why PR people get paid the big bucks, because there was some careful wording in this statement. First, the eight games that he was suspended, not, not, not a mention about it being retroactive. And I think just not putting it in the statement there makes it look harsher as the statement of record in the future. It just says eight games, and it just proves that those six games that the uh, – Grizzly said stay away from the teamwork. Obviously, a suspension, and the NBA had their hands in that. Yeah. And the, 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 I also say the NBA had their hands in it because Monday night we got this report that Ja was in, entered counseling in Florida. Mm-hmm. And he's already done an interview since. So I feel like that was more of a, a, a PR move than anything. Yes, he was in a, a counseling session Monday night but he's already met with Jalen Rose and they've already done an interview. It just, that wasn't a very long counseling session is, is all I'm trying to say. It just all feels like this is all a a bit planned. I did like him meeting with Jalen Rose. It made sense in that interview across from somebody who eloquently put how he went through this as a young person and got through this as a young person. And to have that mirror for jaw to be somebody who also gets through this it makes sense, but I think it was, it was all sort of you know it was all it was all crafted, especially the the statement. There's careful wording over and over. The, the other the additional part that that we didn't read there. Here's here's one part. The league did not conclude that the gun at issue belonged to Morant. It's very carefully right. worded. The definitive way of saying this would be the league concluded the gun at issue did not belong to Morant. That would mean that it didn't belong to Morant, but it's it's carefully worded over and over and over again. Also, the league did not conclude that the gun was brought by him into the nightclub. Also, also very carefully worded. It could be the league concluded that the gun was not brought to him by the nightclub. So there was it goes over and over. Also, that he was not found that he did not possess the gun while traveling or in an NBA facility. So it's just it's. I'm not. Am I? Are, are we entirely sure that he didn't bring it into a facility when it's worded like that? No, I think it, I think the the PR statement and everything carefully handled, everything carefully done, and yeah, there's remorse shown. I I, I, mm-hmm. I entirely think that he can make make it out of it, and whether or not somebody else had a gun on the plane that was wasn't John Morant in his possession, as it as it says, the league. Did not conclude that he had the gun in his possession. All again, carefully worded. Hopefully, he gets out of it, and this, and we can rip this thing up and never talk about it again. Yeah, my thoughts kind of come down to what the league said in their first couple of sentences: irresponsible, reckless, potentially very dangerous. Completely accurate. Also, this has serious consequences given Jaws' enormous following and influence, particularly among young fans. And that's the big key to me is that Ja, as one of the faces of the league, has to hold himself to a different standard than some other players. Because if you look at past suspensions in league history, the closest comparison is Steven Jackson, who got suspended for seven games. He pled guilty to a felony, criminal recklessness, for firing a gun in a parking lot at a strip club. With Ja, there are no legal ramifications here because the investigation in Colorado turned up nothing that he's going to be charged for. But since he's one of the faces of the league, that certainly matters, which is why he gets a conduct detrimental to the league suspension, because you can't be going on Instagram Live and flashing a gun when you've got 
12-year-olds who are following you and can easily tap in and find that. So Even if it's not your gun, exactly. which is what Does John Moran matter. says. E- yes. Exactly. Yes. And he says it's not his. There were a lot of people in the room. <laughs> yeah. It could have easily been somebody else's, and surely the league, if they could have proved it, they would have proved it. But apparently they couldn't. So I think the league kind of got this one right. I think the Grizzlies got this one right, sending him away right away and focusing on getting better and getting back. So now it doesn't really matter what you said. It doesn't really matter uh, what you told Jalen Rose. Just don't have anything like this happen again, and then we will believe that the counseling worked. Yeah, Woe said uh, Morant hasn't been playing basketball while he was at this counseling center in Florida, so his ramp-up, ramp-up, excuse me, is expected to extend past Monday's game versus Dallas when he's first eligible to return. It's expected he'll return to play shortly thereafter. So, you know, again, the suspension would be lifted and he could come back then, but we're just saying don't plan on that. It might take a couple more days, um, which obviously these games matter for the Grizzlies in fighting with the Sacramento Kings of uh, trying to have that two seed and moving into a playoff scenario and getting him back into game shape and back with his team and all that. Uh, so we'll probably see him next week, it sounds like. It sounds like. Um, but let's hear from you guys out there. Thoughts on how the league handled this, the eight-game suspension. Did he get off too easy, too harsh? You tell us there. I'm sure you are right now on the stream team, in the comments. Tweet at us, at No Dunks Inc. Um, I guess we can spin into the game that they played, the Grizzlies, last night. They got waxed mm-hmm. by the Miami Heat. Uh, the Heat get a rare, easy win. <laughs> they roll past the Grizzlies 138-119. Yes, the Miami Heat, who really struggled to score at times, scored 138 points against the Memphis Grizzlies there. Any thoughts? It was magical, uh, the way the points were dropping for them. They started to spread it in the in the second quarter. And spread, I think, is a good word. They started moving the ball really, 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 really well. It was good seeing uh, Kyle Lowry be a little like Kyle Lowry. I thought a couple possessions he'd look like Lowry, bearing a three from the corner, and then when the clock is ticking down, Kyle Lowry bails out his team and gets to the lane. And then they just kept moving it. And, yeah, guys bearing threes all over the place. Multiple guys guys had multiple threes in the starting lineup off the bench, six of them in total. I thought the Grizzlies just were a little soft in in that second quarter, and it continued to the third quarter. It was bad defense for the Grizzlies from a lot of it, but I don't know how many nights the Heat are going to have like this, where they they bomb away, they win by 20 nearly, uh, and garbage time started essentially in the third quarter. I do think the Heat are playing better offensively. Uh, Recently, they've scored over 108 straight games, which doesn't sound super impressive (laughs) in today's NBA, but for the Heat, it kind of is. They're shooting 40% from three in the month of March. That's the key to the Heat, because you know they're going to get some free throw attempts. You know they're going to score in the lane. The defense will be there. To be an efficient offense, though, this is a team that needs their shooters to actually knock down threes. So you would like to see them getting those percentages up as we're heading into the stretch run as we're heading into the postseason. So, yeah, Miami is looking scarier now than they have at any other point in the season. Hanging 138 on a good defensive team like the Grizzlies, who obviously didn't play very well last night. Uh, But I still think you got to... You got to think things are going to turn for the Heat a little bit in the postseason. This, to me, is kind of how I thought they would go last season. They just seem like a team that is built more so for the playoffs than for regular season success. Obviously, they're ramping up at the right time. Yep. The Heat moved within two games of Brooklyn for the number six spot and that final guaranteed playoff spot, playoff berth in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Brooklyn didn't play last night, but this was a really good win. Uh, What did you think of Desmond Bain? getting tossed uh, for the flagrant two strike 
to Kevin Love's groin <laughs> to the Hibberts. That's a weird, that was a weird, weird one, yeah. play. Yeah. Um, do you it think was, they went overboard with the flagrant two? I never think so. Yeah. Uh, if you hit a guy in the dick, you got to get kicked out. <laughs> if it's in the dick, not. it's got to be a kick. Yeah, exactly. It looked to me like he was trying to pull a James Harden, uh, like lock up his yes. arm and foul him. That's what I thought. He just got the wrong limb. It was a leg, not an arm. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell. I can't tell if he meant to hit testicles or an arm. It was. It was. He did hit I, testicles though. So see ya. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I'm totally with that. Especially in slow mo. When you see something in slow mo like this, it, it's always worse because you always feel the pain of the person getting hit, and you see the the emphatic look that Kevin Love had. He, he sold that <laughs> thing, and you know I, I say sold that thing, but he got hit in the testicles. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was a straight hit. Yeah. Straight hit. Yeah. So you're saying you're inadvertent or not? If it comes from your arms or your fists, and you're hitting my groin, you're out of here. A kick, it feels like you can get away with a more inadvertent uh, heel to the nuts or stuff like that. That's not like an automatic ejection. It sounds like to if we're breaking it down here. <laughs> I, I'm personally protective over my genitals. Yes, but but my point is. Like if I went up in the air, I guess, and you're behind me, we saw Trey Young and, and Marcus Smart this happen too. Like, if my heel clips you in the nuts, I'm not even looking at you. Flagrant two? No, that's if it's behind ex- you. Oh, I think okay. it's fair. But if it's in front of you, sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. Right, I'm glad we established yeah, that. Yeah, there you go. I like that. In front, it's flagrant. <laughs> in the back, flagrant free, I guess. Is <laughs> this in front? Party in the back. There no. You go. Uh, all right, let's move on to that Bulls game because De'Aaron Fox hit a three. At the buzzer, um, I think you wrapped up Clutch Player of the Year last night. I, th- I think it is officially now De'Aaron Fox's. I don't see how he loses this thing, and, and rightfully so. Uh, but they win 117-114, and the Bulls, you know, they're trying to get in this play. And we're just trying to get a Raptors-Bulls 9-10 <laughs> matchup. And uh, De'Aaron Fox says, no, 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 I would rather see the Wizards in there maybe. But what would you think, TK? Yeah, you know, it was a four-point game. It was somehow a four-point game, and the Bulls came back because DeMar DeRozan honestly got gifted an and-one on a three from the top. I guess his elbow got touched a little bit, but I think it was Harrison Harrison Barnes Barnes, was playing defense. Nonetheless, there was a lot of time left on the clock after DeRozan hit his shot and made the free throw to tie it at 114. I've been watching the Kings all season. I thought this game was over for Sacramento as soon as they got the ball in. It was just impossible for the Bulls to be able to really double De'Aaron Fox unless they came out and did it right away. The floor was spread with legit shooters. I think it was Herter who Patrick Williams was guarding. He was on the right wing, probably 10 feet outside the three-point arc. Fox brings it up barely to the left of the top of the key. Io is worried about him going around him. Yeah. Which he should be. We've seen Fox hit so many little floaters, little runners this season uh, in the fourth quarter. So he gives him a little bit of space. You could see the Bulls clearly missing Alex Caruso last night. That would have been his defensive assignment guaranteed in the last couple of seconds of the game. So by the time Patrick Williams feels like he has enough that he's safe to double on De'Aaron Fox, he was too far away to even bother him. A really easy shot for Fox. And he turned around after he drained it kind of like, yeah, man, I made it. That was a warm-up jumper. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? Don't talk to this man until the playoffs. I mean, it's it's sort of like a pitcher who's got a no hitter going. He is just on one. <laughs> yeah, he's he is locked unstoppable. In. I thought his game winner, the game sealer, was with 40 seconds left. They went up six because he stepped into the mid range like he has all yep. season. It looked like it was done. I turned it off. Felt like it was over, but the Kings missed a couple free throws down the stretch there in the last 40 seconds. He got the four-point play, so he had to do it again. He essentially had had two game winners to me uh, in this one, 
And he had an interview with Shams. I can't even tell if it was before the game or after the game, but it was done in Chicago. I'm pretty sure it was before the game where, where Sabonis is sitting next to Fox wearing those ugly Yeezy-type Crocs. That's the only fault of his all seasons long. <laughs> don't like them. Match the sweater. Cool, but still don't like them. Anyway, uh, Sabonis is basically saying this guy is Mr. Clutch. And I think he did it before the game. I mean, he's just been doing it all season. He is Mr. Clutch. He deserves the award and a perfect match, him and Sabonis. It's uh, now with them rising in the Western Conference, it feels like the Grizzlies are falling. It, the Kings have a nice bracket. They really do. That side of the Western Conference bracket where they have to play, you know, either that probably probably the seven seed and then the winner of the three six is better than, you know, being on, on the other side of the uh, you know the four five versus one eight. It's looking all right. It's mm-hmm. looking all right. We debated, or not really debated, we went over recently on the podcast about how Sabonis was likely going to be the deserving all-NBA th- third-team center. Like, it's going to be Embiid, Jokic, 1-2, whatever order you want to put them, and then that third slot is probably going to be Sabonis. And this guy, another triple-double. I mean, the action they run off him, like, he makes Herter's life so much easier just with these dribble handoff stuff, and it's amazing. And he had an awesome line, and he's going to get it. And... We now have Mike Brown saying, well, what about De'Aaron Fox? For, you know, Clutch Player of the Year, sure, give him that vase. But is he all NBA deserving too for one of the guard spots? And if we just quickly go through it, I think he is – he almost has to be on at least the third team because there's six guard spots with obviously the three teams. Four sort of feel like locks to me in no particular order. Tell me if I'm wrong. Luka, SGA, Donovan Mitchell, and Jalen Brown. I think are going to be on one of the teams again. I won't get into like first, second, or third team, but they're there to me. And then it's like Steph's only played 44 games. Booker's only played 42 games. Lillard has incredible numbers. His team's 31 and 38. We've held things like that against players like Booker and Fox before. I know that for sure. He could still get in there, but anyway, there's another spot. But is Fox more deserving than Anthony Edwards? Is he more deserving than Kyrie Irving? Is he more deserving than Jalen Brunson? Drew Holiday, James Harden, Trey Young. I go yes, 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 yes. I think Fox is with the record the Kings have and these like game winners and the play he's done all season long. I think he's going to be on an All NBA team and rightfully so. I I'd, think. Bu- I'd bump him ahead of SGA as well. Sure, sure, yeah. Okay, so he's going to be one of the six guards probably selected. I think so. Yeah. At this point, TK, what do you think? I think he's definitely got a chance. Yeah. There are too many good guards. There's a lot. And I mean, how are you, like, how are you keeping Steph Curry off? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. or Lillard. It's, all, it's <laughs> only games for Curry, and I understand, but he's also one of the five best guys in the league, so I think that's a tough call. Yeah, the Lillard part of it all is interesting. Lillard is interesting, but I'm with, I'm with Tess. I would go Fox over SGA. Mm-hmm. They basically had the same season, but Fox has been doing it the whole year. And mm-hmm. on a better team and all that. Yep. yep. Right. Um, I think he's going to get in there, both of them, Sabonis and, uh, and Fox. Uh, moving on. Joel Embiid scores 36. He gets a late call reversed in a win over the Cavs. He went from fouling out Tass to staying in because they hilarious. looked at it. Doc said, no, let's take a look. And uh, the referee said, okay, maybe Mobley did flop on that one. You're still here, Embiid. He finished with 36 and 18. He played the final four minutes and, uh, you know, the Sixers win their sixth straight, 118-109. What, even, what do you think? Even Embiid was shocked when that call was reversed. He came off the bench after sitting there during the video review with his mouth agape. What? After they made the call, I was very shocked that they'd reverse it. It, it definitely had some flop-like qualities. It didn't feel like Embiid really extended that arm. He's allowed to get into his zone. 
Mm. I mean, there's a little push off. Yeah, yeah. But Mobley, he took up a lot of ground on this flop. He got bumped. There's no doubt. He's a lot skinnier than Joel Embiid. There is no doubt. Embiid shouldn't have been in this position. He had a dumb fifth foul on an over-the-back rebound that, yeah. that yeah. put him in this position. I'm, I'm just shocked that it was overturned once it was made. And he hit a jumper right after pushing off, and they counted it. All that. I mean, that's that's all kind of surprising, that they counted that thing. They, they allowed that to happen. I, I wouldn't. I, I wish they didn't call it in the first place. Really, even though you know Mobley, what was Mobley to do? He was gonna. He was going to, because of his body, he was gonna take a couple steps back. But I, I didn't feel like it was much of an arm extension, really. Yeah, I was surprised that it was overturned, but I was also really happy that it was overturned. I think they got this right because that's a massive flop. The guy goes flying 15 feet. He slid, <laughs> slid for 15 flips. feet, and yeah, there is a little bit of an Embiid pushing off there's no doubt about it but it's not like a full arm extension yeah. he bumps him the way people bump all the time Mobley was going out there trying to draw his sixth foul and I think that the refs are like no nah, man you went out there to flop this is we technically have flop warnings but nobody gets them anymore so this is the closest we get that was the right call for me Bickerstaff disagreed yeah, it's clear he, as day that's a charge he said <laughs> he was he There's was no too doubt about focused it. on it yeah. he, could, he couldn't stop talking about it for the last four minutes and the team didn't play for the last four minutes yeah he said quote if you stick your nose in there and sacrifice your body you should be rewarded for the correct play again this is Bickerstaff uh, upset with the call being overturned I think you should play defense mm. if you want to get a stop uh, as far as the basket going in am I am I off to say that it just feels like a judgment call by the referees. Like, if they took that off the board, like, it initially wasn't a basket because it was called a charge. Right. But then they they added it. I mean, I'm surprised that they included it. It's, it feels like there's no real rule. It's the ref say, oh, he would have made the basket, I guess, if we didn't call a charge, which, sure. They changed the call to an inadvertent whistle, right? Oh, did So they? that's why yeah. they counted the basket, I think. The old yeah. inadvertent whistle. <laughs> well, yeah, our bad. We call the flop. <laughs> well done. Well done. Inadvertent, and, yeah, the basket should have counted. And the rest of the way, Embiid didn't want to pick up his sixth foul. Mitchell was going right at him. Yeah, this Cavs team has uh, some offensive problems. There's no doubt. The backcourt there, and, and well, first let me say, they didn't have Jared Allen last night. That's the guy who guards Joel Embiid. It shouldn't be Evan Mobley the entire game. Jared Allen, a defensive player of the year candidate, changes this game. Big time. But uh, the Cavs' offense also has some issues. Mitchell and Garland, they shot poorly from three, 14%. But they also, they, they kind of, again, they gunk up the lane. They have to try and figure this thing out with uh, with Mobley in there. They're up double digits in the third quarter. And the Sixers, credit to them, they look more like a playoff team where they can just go on these monster runs. They did in the third. They did in the fourth. Yeah. Uh, and Harden have, didn't have to do it for, for 48 minutes. Him and Embiid got together and... Uh, and B did it for longer, and Harden just just helped out in the fourth quarter. It was a real one-two, bang bang. They look more like a playoff team that can put you out uh, than the Cavs, which went dry for nearly five minutes. Their offense was stagnant and, and bad at times. The Sixers won their sixth straight, as I said. That's the longest win streak in the league, and uh, I think this was pretty big too in them locking up no lower than third, right? The Cavs, let's say they pull this victory out. There's still like then a three game difference between Philly and Cleveland for the third and fourth slot. But now it's four games at their back. The Cavaliers are all but locked into that fourth spot, as we've said a couple times now. And Philly still chasing Boston. I mean, they could get up to two, maybe even first overall. But that's where Cleveland's going to be. It looks like they're going to be hosting either the Knicks, the Nets, 
or the Heat in game one when we actually get to the playoffs. So that was a big win for Philly, and yeah, you can disagree with the call or not. I think you guys are right. I think you went through it correctly. Um, I don't think it warranted a call at all, probably. The inadvertent whistle uh, probably should have been what it is. <laughs> he hit the jumper, and they on, they went on to win. But the Sixers, like, they should win it. Like, they, they're one of the championship contenders. They just, like, they have an incredible team. They're playing their best ball of the season right now. Like, there's some teams we get to this point where they're like, they want the playoffs to start tomorrow. That's Philadelphia to me right now. Oh, yeah. This this would be beneficial instead of another month where something could go wrong with Joel Embiid or James Harden or something like whatever. Same with the Kings, obviously a hot team right now. It's like start the playoffs now. Let's go. Come on, Silver, bump it up. Um, but yeah, this is gonna be crazy to me that one of these teams out of Milwaukee, Boston, or Philadelphia, they're losing in the second round. That's gonna be a bad, bad year for any of those three teams. Just the way it's gonna happen with the bracket. It's not gonna be Milwaukee. Okay, Just the way the, yeah, way the bracket won't. looks, it's Boston-Philly in that ra- second round. Mm-hmm. It looks like Milwaukee's going to wrap up that one seed. So it's hard seeing either Boston or Philly lose in the first round. And then we got a battle. And Philly struggles to finish off the Boston yeah, side. Yeah, yep, that's right. That's why it should be fascinating. Okay, let's jump to the West because uh, I'm going to throw a bunch of games at you, a bunch of results, all including teams in the Western Conference playoff race, which is the real madness. Uh, Clippers beat the Warriors 134-126 despite 50 from Steph Curry, but the Warriors are on the road. They cannot win. Jalen Brown scored 35 as the Celtics held on to beat the Wolves, 104-102. Some interesting officiating in this one, which I'm sure we'll get into. Christian Wood had 27-13 in the Mavs' overtime win over the Spurs. They tried to give it away. They nearly did, but they got their shit (laughs) together in overtime and beat them. And then Porter... Scored 27 points as the Rockets beat the shorthanded Lakers. No AD. <laughs> Darvin. Darvin, you shouldn't have played him in the second half last game, but uh, no AD in the back-to-back, even though he is healthy. Uh, and a bad loss. So Clippers beat the Warriors. That's big, where they are. The Wolves, that's a loss for them. The Mavs, good win for them. Not a good win, but a win nonetheless. And then the Lakers, a brutal loss. Um any thoughts on any of those games and just what we'll, we'll show it in a second, the Western Conference playoffs. So what do you think? Well, the, the Clippers, Warriors of all these four games, just the game of the night, ridiculous to watch what Steph was doing. My God. Uh, falling all over the floor, just tossing it in. And you can look at it two ways here. Clippers win in spite of Curry's 50 or in spite of Curry's 50, the Warriors lose. I, I mean, both are true because – the Warriors just need some sort of perimeter defense. They just need they need a Wiggins. They have Gary Payton the second as well. They have two guys that are not playing right now that could just help out on Kawhi, who was a monster uh, in this game. His thirty-eight and five, beautiful stuff. Nice balance of Eric Gordon coming in for Russell Westbrook, who didn't have a great night shooting, but I thought he did a lot of good games, getting or a lot of good things, getting on the offensive glass. Zero turnovers, like a plus eleven. But Eric Gordon is the closer in terms of the point guard spot, and he buried a lot of shots. Yeah, so, four threes. And I say, you know, the Warriors do not have a Peyton, do not have a Wiggins, and you see the Clippers made their run with their depth early in the fourth quarter, spreading this game out. It's just an interesting Warriors team. They need some time before the playoffs with a Wiggins or with their entire team. We're getting Which close. we have no idea no if clue. Andrew Wiggins is even returning. Yeah, and Peyton with the with the abdomen issue uh, mm-hmm. that I assume he's coming back. And uh, Draymond Green is lately. about to miss no the news, next yeah. game. 
In theory, unless it gets rescinded with his 16th technical. What's going to get rescinded? He threw the ball at Russell Westbrook's face. Yeah, well, <laughs> even Draymond doesn't think it. it's going to get rescinded. He was talking about a tech previously. I'm like, I'm sure they'll go back and find one to rescind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, so he's going to just said, I only get technicals when I want to get technicals. Oh. Clown stuff. Yeah, well, going to be missing some of the most important games of the season. Dylan Brooks was right about that when when. Uh, Green rip Brooks. Brooks was right about that. Green does get away with stuff. Mm-hmm. He won't get away with this, though. Uh, Warriors have lost a 40-point 10 three-pointer game and a 50-point 8 three-pointer game from Curry in the last eight days. Yeah, That's hard to do. Yeah, <laughs> That's really hard to do. Very difficult, but the, they have the same road record as the Detroit Pistons at 7-27. and 27. That is unbelievable. And the Pistons, I think, have beaten them twice or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah, I saw James Edwards the third uh, responding to me this morning, but yeah, and the, then again, maybe uh, did they throw this game? The Warriors? They they want to be the sixth seed instead of the uh, fifth seed? Don't want to play the Suns? Is it possible? Probably not. Probably not. They Curry just lost because they're throwing anything. No. Uh, and uh, Steph surpassed MJ and tied Will Chamberlain for the most 50-plus point games after turning 30. The <laughs> nice. old guys, but nice. MJ still has him in the plus 40 point department for over 30 guys and for over 30 year olds. So, you know, point inflation makes sort of sense that Jordan's got him in the two point category. He had 44, 40 point games over 30. MJ did. Did you see um, any of this Wolves loss to the Celtics there and, and some of the shenanigans and <laughs> Joe Missoula running all the way onto the floor? And, did, and Minnesota fans are, I think they have a right to be a little upset with some of the some of the calls, non-calls, uh, throwing of jump balls. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Grant Williams stealing. That was tip. brutal. <laughs> that was quite the steal. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, explain it for someone who maybe didn't see it. Uh, uh, Grant Williams came down with a big offensive rebound uh, and got tied up. They went to a jump ball to basically end the game. And Grant gets it as soon as it's out of the ref's hand. <laughs> we see that happen quite a bit. It's always a whistle. And then they will retoss the ball. But yeah. this one, just play it out. Yeah. Just played it out. <laughs> and what about Joey running all the way out to the floor there? <laughs> you can't can't do that. Last I heard. Or checked. Yeah. They just both said sides. they you just said we sides. didn't see him. That's what was the official's response. Like uh, we didn't we're we're focused on the play at hand here and we didn't see the guy run all the way out there, I guess. Yeah, they've got laser eyes. There's three of them, there's six eyes out there. You gotta be able to see that part of the floor. That was surprising to me that they didn't whistle it. But it it's you know, it's just they're in the mood to let it go, really. It was a subjective non-whistling. The Wolves got screwed. <laughs> subjective non-whistling. Yeah, I don't know that's what right. that means, but that's what I said. Uh, right. uh, they they let that one go. Even Kyle Anderson, the nicest of all guys, he was pissed after the game. Uh, there there was too many guys tossed. Oh well, yeah, they got yeah, they he got, got they tossed got. along with Anthony Edwards right yeah. at the end of the game when they were like, okay, this is bullshit. <laughs> What's going on here? I thought Anderson earned his right. at mm-hmm. least. Yeah. Uh, he was. More demonstrative yeah. than Anthony Edwards was, but I mean, you you want to win on calling a tech on the coach? No, no, come on. Mm-hmm. That's that's, just, that's, just a... That one, that one's not a problem to me. <laughs> yeah, I just think both sides. You got to call it both sides. I guess uh, Chris Finch didn't run to mid court. It just felt like they got they got screwed. Uh, the Wolves just had a bad whistle last night. Mm-hmm. That's a all. very bad whistle or a non whistle or subjective non whistle. I guess. And uh, I don't want to gloss over. That very brutal Lakers loss. This is this could come back to bite them in the ass. We talked about it. Houston, they could play. Uh, they could be the uh, 
what's the word? Spoiler. Spoiler, I guess, yeah, with them beating the Lakers, and they got a couple games against the Pelicans, you said, coming up here, um, but just no fight from L.A. early in this game. Like, Rockets were just getting to the rim every single time, outscored them 78-46 to 46 in the paint, and I, I get it, it's ADs made of glass, you do want to win your way in from the play-in, and you want to win a playoff series if you got LeBron and him, but like, he is healthy. He, uh, this, he just had a great game. And this isn't on AD. This is them deciding, yep. hey, we want to keep you out because we don't want you in back-to-back situations. I get it. It's not really AD. But, man, I feel like they win this game. Anthony Davis is manning the middle in there and helping them with the 30 and 15 that he's been putting up in his sleep here recently. This is a very bad loss here. Or if they had, like, a backup big man. Or that. Yeah, Somebody that I was guess over Rui six started. foot eight yeah, tall. Yeah, yeah, Rui Hachimura got the start at center because AD's out, LeBron's out, and their technical backup center, Mo Bamba, is also out. So it was Jared Vanderbilt and Wen- yeah. Ian Gabriel. Those are the only guys over six foot eight on the roster. Other than, other than all their hurt guys, I guess the only good part is that Golden State lost, Minnesota lost, so no harm done for the Lakers in yeah. the play-in chase. But they could have moved up to the eighth seed, which would have been nice. That's what happens, though. You don't yeah. play your guys, you're yeah. not going to win. Ash, throw up the, uh, if you don't mind, the Western Conference playoffs. We grabbed a part of it starting with the Suns all the way down to the Blazers because, you know, only six games separate the fourth-seeded Phoenix Suns from the, uh, what is that, 13th-seeded Portland Trailblazers, though they are uh, sort of falling out of this thing. But, yeah, with the Wolves losing, Mavs winning, Lakers losing, Warriors losing, Clippers winning, you see sort of what happened there last night. It's Suns, Clips, Warriors, and then in the play-in right now, we got tied between the Wolves and the Mavs and then the Thunder and Lakers with Jazz and Pels right behind them. So, yeah, we'll see if the Rockets can continue to play uh, spoiler here. And, man, the Spurs almost did last night too where Kleba <laughs> threw away the ball and then nice play from the Spurs with the alley-oop dunk to get it into overtime. But Poor Kleba. Kleba tosses away the ball. What a toss. And then he allowed the uh, the game-time basket to yeah. send it to overtime. Yeah. He just allowed it to happen. It seemed like he was sad. Kleba needed a Kleba Kleenex there for a sec. But then they got it back. But we shouldn't skim over this Anthony Davis thing. He should be playing regardless if they tell him to sit. This is his time. LeBron's out. They need to win a game. Mm-hmm. They're in the playing tournament. He should be playing basketball. <laughs> he, and, and not to say, you know, who, I don't care who is to blame, in the, whether it's the coaching staff, the organization, the, the, uh, the, the, the science guys saying he should say, he's got to be playing. This is the time. And it sucks for them, too, because the Rockets now have won two in a row, and then they go play the Pels, and they're going to lose. They haven't won three in a row all season, and I think it's very unlikely. Like they're going to be riding high after beating the Celtics and the Lakers. No way, no way they're going <laughs> to beat the. You don't think the Pels Pelicans. are going to beat the or the Rockets are going to beat the Pels? No, it needs yeah. to be a historic team only. But the Laker, the Lakers said after that Pelicans game, if we don't win against the Rockets, that win doesn't count. So yeah, so we got to take that one off yeah, the board. Yeah, take it away. All Here's right. another guy that should play, Christian Wood, twenty-seven and thirteen <laughs> last night. Had a great game. <laughs> Coach the team you have, Jason Kidd, not the team you want. Mm. He wants to play a defensive style, and there's nobody that plays defense on the roster. Meanwhile, you've got a guy who can actually produce. Maybe it gets him back in the rotation. I'm not saying Christian Wood is a world beater out there, but he's one of the six best guys on the Mavericks. (laughs) He needs to play. So maybe this was the Mavericks kind of sending a message to Jason Kidd. You got nobody else. You got to pay this. You got (laughs) to play him. You have to play Christian Wood. He actually did something. Yep, came through for them in the end. Okay, we got to take a break. 
But when we come back, uh, we will fill out our final region, the West region of our March Madness bracket, M- mere minutes before these things lock. So don't go anywhere. <laughs> Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 US-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, back in the Classic Factory. If you're joining us live on YouTube, hit that thumbs up button. Make sure you've subscribed. Guys, Neutral wants to know, is today and tomorrow... The best, the best two days on the sports calendar with March Madness popping off in, in mere hours from now. Basketball on all day. College basketball. And then, of course, we have the NBA on tonight. For us, basketball sickos. Is it? it might be. It's up there. It's, it's up, up there. Uh, I love uh, game one weekend yep. in the NBA playoffs uh, when we get four games on a Saturday, four games on a Sunday. I can't deny it. I'm hyped every time. It's, it's the beginning of March Madness. I'm yes. excited, It's man. the first round of all sports that are great. Yep. NBA first round. Yep. This is the first round. Wild card weekend is really good in the NFL. Yep. It's hot. Yeah. That's last, all I got to say. Last night's games, they weren't so hot. The uh, final two of the first four, we had the FDU Knights <laughs> dominating Texas Southern, uh, <laughs> a contest in which they never trailed. So they will go on to face, um, as the number 16 seed, they're going to face Purdue and the big old Canadian boy. Uh, and then later last night, Arizona State dropped 98 points in a 25-point win over Nevada. The 11th-seeded Sun Devils advance in the West region to face the number 6-seeded TCU on Friday night in Denver. So we're going to get to that bracket, that region right now, the That's West. Big. That's big there. As we fill out this final region of our No Dunks March Madness Bracket, brought to you by Neutral. Um, play along. If you haven't hit that link in our show notes, get in. You got an hour here to uh, fill out your bracket before they lock. Uh, good luck to everybody. So let's do it. Let's show it up for everyone. Show it on the screen here. The West Region. Bottom right, if you're <laughs> filling out a bracket. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do have regional names, but... Where it is on your sheet, I think, is the way to describe More it. More important. Bottom yeah. right here. Yeah. The Kansas Jayhawks, one seed, versus the 16th-seeded Howard Ducks. We got some breaking news with this game. You got some breaking news? Hit me up. Head coach Bill Self, he will not be at this game. I believe he's still recovering from some sort of surgery that he had. Ooh. Um, so he will not be on the sidelines. Take that into account. <laughs> One of the greatest coaches in the game. Yeah, absolutely. Defending national champion Kansas Jayhawks, but they lost their two leading scorers. They're both in the NBA right now. It's, it's <laughs> Do you hard. know who they are? 
The Kansas Jayhawks. I should, <laughs> but they're <laughs> both, not coming both to me. First round draft picks. Uh, we saw one guy. Abaji. There you go. Yeah. Oh, Chai Abaji. He was Jet. most outstanding player in the Final Four, I think, Who's last the heck's season. Oh, good for him. Uh, best one, he plays for the Denver Nuggets. He's a rookie for the Denver Nuggets. And his name doesn't necessarily know how it's pronounced. Yeah. Christian oh, Brown. But I doubted myself. thought he was a second-year player. It's hard to repeat. It's hard to it's hard, repeat. Oh, Very. It is hard to repeat. Joachim Noah and Al Horford, the last to do it, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. That's correct. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, with all that said, I mean, a 16th seed? Sorry, Howard. I don't think so. Sorry, Howie. I don't think so. We're sticking with Kansas. Yeah. We're bird. sticking with Kansas here. Yep. Interesting matchup. In the 8-9 seed, the Arkansas Razorbacks versus the University of Illinois Fighting Illini. Oh, come on. We have to go with the Fighting Eye. <laughs> the right? Fi- the Fighting Eye is there. No, yeah, yeah, we're 100% going with Illinois here. I know there's at least one person in the No Dunks bracket pool who has the University of Illinois winning the championship oh, this year. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I told my stepbrother, yeah, if they win the championship, I think you're going to win the pool. Oh, he's got them. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, he, we'll he's, put him a, he's a U of I grad. There's a lot of U of I sauce in the Kirby family, no doubt about it. Did and it also, uh, didn't Will Leach go to... Uh... Will Leach went there, yep. <laughs> and Bill Self, Will. former U of I coach. So may, if he's back for the second game, that will, that will be spicy indeed. <laughs> <All right. laughs> spicy Self. All right, in the 5-12 matchup, the St. Mary's Gales versus the VCU Rams. Rams? Is that oh. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's Vanderbilt Commodores VCU Rams. They had a nice run with Shaka Smart a That's few right. years back, That's right. but That's right. he is now, I believe, the Marquette coach at this point. Anyways, people are talking about this as a potential twelve over yeah. five matchup. I think St. Mary's plays a very slow down style, but tough to beat because they're great shooters. So how are we feeling? Gales versus Rams. A gale, a bird, I think. I think. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, first I thought it was a wind, but uh, the way it's spelled here, uh, it's not not windy. I always think of uh, St. Mary's as having a bunch of Australians. Were they not an Australian pipeline of some kind? Absolutely do have a bunch of... Australians, Matthew Della Vadova, of course, is from St. Mary's, yeah. Patty Mills as well. Yeah. They always have guys that wear gray socks, which I think is a, a strange and kind of sweaty look. <laughs> this looks like a pretty fair match. Yeah, though. this is a tough one. It's a tough, tough. I, I could see why people are, uh, you know, siding with that 12 seed there. Let's see BCU. if we got any other. I just looked at Candace Parker's bracket, just got tweeted out, and she does have VCU winning. I'm just saying. Do we do she's we back legend. Parker? Back Parker? Sure. Uh, yeah, let's do it. She, I guarantee she's got the Tennessee Volunteers winning. But we're sending the VCU Rams on. She actually doesn't. What? Yeah, she's got Alabama winning the whole thing. Anyway. I guess she watches the SEC. Yeah, right. UConn, the Huskies versus the Iona. <laughs> That's a good one. I don't know, but their coach is Rick Pitino. They're also a Gale. Iona's a Gale as well. Yeah. We You're telling me we can have Gale versus Gale? Yeah. Oprah's wet dream <laughs> in the second round? Hey, 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 hey. Who's Stedman got winning the championship <laughs> She's this got year. bigger. She's got dream, other dreams. It's not just Gale. But yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Gale versus Gale. Gale yeah. versus Gale is interesting. But I've also seen people picking UConn to win the championship. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I'm going UConn in this one. 
I think a lot of people are going to talk themselves into that that sexy gale. I think this one is. Uh, <laughs> you can only take one gale. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> per round is. I think this gale is, is an Irishman. I think the mascot mm. is literally because it's an old like. It's also gale bird, also Gaelic. Hold okay. on, do they play so. on Friday? That's March seventeenth. Oh, there That'd you go. That'd be a lot of luck there in your favor. Go. There you go. But maybe they play on I Thursday. Own, uh, do they play they, today? They play the seventeenth. This changes everything. <laughs> this changes literally yeah. everything. This, yeah. Give me the gales. Jeez. You think we should switch back to St. Mary's for a one gale <laughs> yes, performance? Yes, I think we should. Yeah. All right, Iona no, in. No, no, I think it's, no. I think we're setting up for gale versus gale. Gale on gale? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. This is <laughs> a big it. matchup. This is big. This is big. All right. We, we're gonna, we've got a very high variance bracket here. <laughs> we sure do, man. <laughs> All right, the TCU Horned Frogs. Yeah. Versus the Arizona State. Sun Devils, yeah, coached right. by Bobby Hurley, two-time national champion. Yeah, I, I like I said this. We did it uh, with one of our previous regions. I, I don't mind those teams that look good in that first four, having that rep under them. Man, I sort of like it. And they just put up. <laughs> what did I say? They put 98? up ninety-eight points, yeah. man. Yep. Oh yep. uh, no, it's too many points. They have emptied the clip. Oh, I don't <laughs> know. So you like the, no points left? You like those horned frogs, man? I thought that was a football school. Desmond Bain. Oh, yeah, TCU Horn Frog. Okay. Yeah, they just Probably did some it. stuff in the football tournament. <laughs> yeah, they were good. Andy Dalton. I think he's a TCU guy as well. <laughs> okay, wait. So you? I'm want... a frog. Okay, well you get to decide then, because huh? I'm I'm going Sun Devils. I'm feeling horny, baby. All right, do it. <laughs> do it. Mike Miles is their leading scorer. TCU Mike Miles. Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, next, the Gonzaga Bulldogs versus the Grand Canyon University. Mountains. <laughs> That's not what it is. Rivers. <laughs> what oh, is it? Come I did. On. I did see that Grand Canyon uh, had some travel problems. They flew. I believe they're in Denver for this region. Yes, they are. But their luggage never made it, so they didn't have practice gear, shoes, or anything Ooh. like that. So they're having to wear Regis Jesuit jerseys for practice. Are you serious? Yeah, hundred percent serious. Oh, uh, what does that do to the yes, psyche? Yeah, do they rally around it? Has <laughs> it become a rallying cry? They screwed our do luggage. It for, do it for Jesuit. Wow, that, is, Jesuit. that is incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah does crazy. it bring them close together? I don't think so. I'm taking Gonzaga. Mid-major. Excuse me? This is a major school. <laughs> this is a major school. Drew Timmy's back, Tass. I know oh, you yeah. love Drew Timmy. I love Drew Timmy. Yeah, you. I remember you talking about his uh, <laughs> performance at the Combine where he did a sick move. They called him for a travel. They're like, you just haven't seen that footwork yet. Oh, right. Drew Timmy said. Uh, by the way, Grand Canyon. Timmy time. The Antelopes. That's cool. Sort of cool. That is a cool mask. Very, very unique. Uh, but uh, let's go, Gonzaga. Yeah, the cool thing with Gonzaga is that they are the Bulldogs, but everybody just calls them the Zags. Mm. Two mascots. Have, kind I, of. have I been saying kind it wrong of. my entire life? Is it Gonzaga or Gonzaga? I think it's I think it's probably Gonzaga. Okay. But a lot of people say it Gonzaga. That's what it yeah. reads to me, but they are the Zags. Right. The Zogs. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Northwestern Wildcats. Haven't had a Wildcat for a minute here versus the Boise State... Broncos. Broncos. Yeah, that's right. I, I was thinking Cowboys, Maybe? but no. No, you could be right. Boise State, they're like the whole football, blue football field. Blue fields. Yeah, yeah. Blue fields uh, football. Do they have any NBA players? Doesn't sound familiar. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I'm sure they do, but I don't know them. Julia Louis-Dreyfus, big Northwestern <laughs> basketball fan. Okay. 
They made a tournament run a few years back. She was sitting in the stands, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, Northwestern, yeah, a lot of uh, a lot of media personalities. Uh, this might, could uh, be the most tweeted about game for sure. Yeah. Didn't Darren Ravel go there or something? Yeah, but also some journalists did. <laughs> oh, got him. <laughs> oh, sorry, you've been gotten by me. I mean, I don't even know if he did go there. I feel like he did. I think he did. Yeah. Okay. Good. Uh, so that means what? We we back we back our journalist brethren, or do we go with the Broncos? Do we jump on and hold on for just eight seconds? That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> Broncos, baby, let's You're go. The Broncos. Uh, all right. I'll get. I'll, I'll toss. A, I'll toss a Broncos. Sure. Here. I don't know. Uh, I'm personally Northwestern here for Darnell Autry and Pat Fitzgerald. Okay. Okay. You can change it. I don't so you really want, care. You want I don't well, care that man. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, your I'm final decision. Yeah, I, I, I'm seeing some good names. Guards Boo Booey. Is that Boo how you pronounce Booey. his name? Yeah. Well, that's a good name. Let's ride. Northwest. All right. Change up. All right. In the final matchup, the two seed UCLA Bruins versus the UNC Asheville. What are they? What's that look like? That's impossible to tell what that is. <laughs> that's just, yeah. I got no clue. Uh, they could be a bulldog. Another bulldog. That looks like a yeah. Looks like an angry bulldog. Looks like a dog of some sort. The Asheville bulldogs. Uh, UCLA. A lot of people are picking could uh, win this whole damn thing too. I think they've been playing well lately. Yeah. So let's go Bruins. Jaime Jacquez, I think, is their star. Yes. Looks like a good player. That's a name I've looks heard. Looks like a good player. Kay. All right. The Bill Self Bowl. <laughs> Kansas Jayhawks. University of Illinois. Fighting Illini. I'll have a lot of questions to answer if we pick. I mean Kansas that's the thing. Like you feel win. like you I mean you they're didn't you win. didn't go to the school, but it is your state. You know a lot of people, like And I know that they never win in the tournament. Oh, so we should mm. They they had a great run when I was in college behind D Brown and Roger Powell Jr. and Luther Head. Oh yeah. The good old days. What Darren a, Williams. How Darren Williams did D. Yeah, Brown, yeah, yeah. D. D. Darren well. Williams was incredible yeah. in college, but they did not win the championship. Hmm. They've I would lost, go Kansas. They've okay. lost five of their last eight games and three of their last four. U of I? Yeah. That's not they're, good. That's they're, not they're, good. They're not peaking right they're now. Reeling. Okay. Kansas, though, did lose in the Big 12 tournament. Coach is coming back. Watch. You see. Coach comes back for that one. He wouldn't You already said game. the whole narrative. They're going to win. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Gales versus Gales. Mm. Yes. This is huge. How can you pick? How could you possibly choose? Wait, no, this is Rams versus Gales. I thought we wanted Gales. So <laughs> yeah, let's we want Gales versus Gales. Gales. There we go. Yeah, okay. Now it's Gales versus Gales. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. St. Mary's Gales versus Iona Gales. Yes. <laughs> Who's the best Gales? Who are the best <laughs> Who are the best Gales in, in the world? Gale Sears. Probably the most famous Gale. Gale, Gale Devers. Gale Devers was an Olympic athlete. Yeah, oh, but yeah. you have to know who they are before you say it. Oh, yeah, well, Gale Devers. I just, what, what I just interviewed a Gale. Well, she was a track athlete. Um... Not a lot of when you think about it, not a lot of Gales out there like really really popular Gales. older name yeah older name for sure I just interviewed Gail Gansey at the Skyhawks game <laughs> Coach Skyhawks Coach Gansey's mom she made 186 meatballs for the team 186 when they went to Cleveland not 185 not 187 186 and they ate it up so so I don't she would pick so here. yeah that's the question if we had one Gale in here I'd take Gale because I um but, yeah. but now we got to Let's let's see wow, here. Wow, there's not a lot of popular gales. <laughs> I'm, I'm, are there more Mildred's more popular than Gale? Uh, let's go. <laughs> St. Mary's. I'm in. They're the higher seed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're on the higher seed. Uh, the Horn Frogs versus the Bulldogs. Frogs versus dogs. <laughs> 
That's good. I prefer a frog, um, but I think that the Bulldogs will win. I'm good with that. The Zags? We use Zags. Zag Zags or the TCU? Nah, let's not, let's not Zags on this one. Let's, let's play zig. it straight? Yeah, play it straight. <laughs> play it straight and not Zags on this one? Yeah. Northwestern, the Wildcats versus the Bruins, the UCLA Bruins. This is a tougher one. You think out Northwestern can outthink them? It's a smart school? Oh, yeah, it's a smart school. <laughs> At least that's what they like to say. Yeah, that's why. No way. I mean, sure, they can outthink them all they want. <laughs> UCLA's going to wax them. <laughs> I'm with you. going to wax them up. Wax I mean, backs. I didn't even have Northwestern coming out of the first round. So, yeah, Kansas and St. Mary's. Our Gales are in the Sweet 16 <laughs> versus the Jayhawks. Who's the most famous Jay out there? So many. Billis? Right now. <laughs> probably Jay Billis. Williams? This not. Is that <laughs> Jay Williams? Yeah. It's good Jay. He can compete. Yep. I'm just, I can't get over. Jay Busby? Like, I am on something Jay called, Busby, like, like, Ranker, right? Where you just rank the most popular gales, G-A-I-L-S or G-A-Y-L-E-S, how is Oprah Gale seventh? Gale King. Because that's... These names above her, you've never heard. No one knows these people. So Sandy's she's the Ga- most popular. Sandy's Gales. Gale Ann Dorsey. Gale Davies. Gale Harris. Gale Porter. Gale Honeycutt. Which is a great name. Gale Russell. Then Gail King. Gail King is way more popular. <laughs> Gail King is the most popular Gail. Not even close. Currently. In the world. <laughs> of all I time. I... Dare I say all time. Nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> Wait, who's the most popular Gail of all Gail time? Gail Sayers. Gail Sayers. Chicago Bears Hall oh, of Oh, yeah, that's yeah, who yeah, you're yeah. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gail yeah. Goodrich, number two. Well, Not no, no. I mean... That's okay. Anyway, who cares? I didn't even know what Gail's Oprah's Gail's last name was until right this very second. So she's like a one name only Gail. That's pretty impressive. That's a that's a good Gail. Moving on back to the bracket. No, we gotta pick a Gail here. Oh, <laughs> the Gales are up. Gales, yeah. Uh, Gales or Jays? I think Kansas. I think Kansas yeah, is probably yeah. good. They're a good team. They're a good team who knows how to win. As are these, the UCLA Bruins oh, and the Gonzaga Zags. That's a tough Ooh. call. Jeez. The experience of a Drew Timmy. Do you like it? That that's uh that's a name I know. Mm-hmm. He looks like uh looks like the guy from Dodgeball. Yep. Um They don't play as much defense as they did last year. No chat Holmgren around to clean up the mistakes at the rim. Good point. <laughs> no Jalen Suggs to push the pace. Does UCLA have enough offense? That's a great question. <laughs> That is such a great question. I know what you're thinking. How many points per game did they average this season? Yeah. 73.91 points it's per game. It's not enough. They lost Johnny Juzang last year. They did. All right. Give let's, me the Zags. Let's go Zags. I'm zagging here as well. People okay. say never pick the Zags. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, we're not picking them to win the championship. Okay. But we could pick them to go to the Final Four against the Kansas Jayhawks. These are two of the most successful programs of the past 20 seasons, I would have to say. Well, we've got uh, 54 minutes to really think this over. Yeah, Because right. <laughs> well, the brackets don't lock that's right. until 12. 41% of people so, have Kansas going to the Final Four. 23% wow, have the Zaggers. Wow, 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 wow. Tess, what says you? What do you where do you want to go? You're going to give this to me, huh? Yeah, what? Yeah, I'm quite knowledgeable about Kansas versus the Zags. Zags haven't had a uh, – can you scroll back up there? Not a tough schedule, huh? The best team they probably play is St. Mary's. Regularly, right. regularly, conference-wise. I don't like that. Yeah, let's go Kansas. Wow. I like Kansas. Yeah. 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 You, know, you know you want to take Kansas. Yeah, man. You know so, you so want to take Kansas. We have three one, three one seats. seats. Ooh. and a two. Like a bunch of suckers. Yeah. 
pathetic. Nah, I like Kansas. They don't have to win it, but I want them. I want them there. <sighs> I'm I'm in on Gonzaga personally. No, I gotta. I, you just said it. Never take Zag. <laughs> Never take Zag. Nah, they make the final four though. Well, recently. Oh, they got they yeah. I'm yeah, like Gonzaga too. Honestly, trade though. All right, put them. Put them. Right, put them. Put them. We don't need three number one seats. Experience. Okay, there, there you go. Go Experience. ahead, Timmy. All right. Okay. Timmy Tatum. In our final four matchup, it's happening in Houston, Texas. The Alabama Crimson Tide. The Marquette Golden Eagles on the left side of our bracket. That's a one seed, the number one overall seed, Alabama versus Marquette. Wow, what a game. Wow. Fly, Eagles, fly. You like the Eagles. Yeah, give me Marquette. that. This guy loves smart. Shaka? I Big Shaka fan? Shaka. Silk the Shaka. I'm taking I mean, I'm, I, that's fine with me. Sure, that, do it. I personally don't want to be cheering for Alabama in this tournament all that much. So let's go Marquette. Okay. On the right side, the Houston Cougars. The Gonzaga Bulldogs. That's a one versus three matchup. Playing in their backyard. Playing in their backyard. Jarris Walker, slamming and jamming. This guy looks like an NBA man. He how, is how are they going to react? How are they going to react? Are they going to enjoy it? Are they going to love being at home? Or is the they pressure going to get to them a little the bit? Pressure going to be stressed, them. possibly. Mm. There's going to be some clanks to start this game. Are the Zags going to get on a run? I think Houston starts slow in this game, but comes back and wins it. Roars back. Yep. I love it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> They're roaring. The Cougars are roaring. All right, now we got to pick a championship game winner. The number two, Marquette Golden Eagles versus the number one and Vegas favorite, Houston Cougars. Mm. Feels like we're a Marquette table here. <laughs> Feeling very Marquette-ish, are we? I just like that. You like the look of that? You like the look of that MU? It's not bad. Jimmy Butler celebrating. Dwayne Wade, I'm sure, would come back. Sit yeah. court side. Wesley Matthews will be there. Jay Crowder probably get a tribute video. <laughs> All right. I'm fine with it. All right. Cool. How many people picked Marquette to win? Can you find that out? I don't know. And I also, maybe I got to click submit here to uh, oh, okay. To do but to, click thing. info in the middle there. It might tell you like. Yeah, that's a good pull. That's go. a good call. Oh, okay. Okay. 4%. 4% of users have picked Marquette to win it. 14% have picked Houston. Wow. That's a. It's low from Houston. Yeah, it's low for Houston. I wonder yeah. what the, I like this. the highest is. Probably I like Alabama. our pick. Yeah, yeah probably. Been. wonder okay. if we got to do that. What's uh, the score? we got to call the score. Yeah, I wonder if we got to do that. Submit. Save. Yeah. Oh. Didn't ask me. Okay. Oh, did we just win a car? Mm-hmm. Let's go Golden <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> Nissan Aria. <laughs> i never even heard of that thing. <laughs> What's the mileage on that? All right, you got one hour and four mileage. minutes if you're listening to this live to submit your action. All right. Good luck to everybody. Get your brackets filled out. Shout out to Neutral for uh, making us fill one of these out. That was a lot of fun. Uh, And I can't wait to see it be busted. Probably tomorrow we'll be talking, oh, God, what have we done? (laughs) Or we'll be riding high. I don't know. Lots of games. Yeah, we could be balling You never know. You never know. All right. We got to take our final break. When we come back, pick them results and two, count them two, tweets of the night. It's NBA playoffs time, and that means NBA snack time. I can't stop eating while I'm watching. So many options in my house that I gotta cut out a bit. I gotta switch it up, but I know I'm not giving up. Sunflower seeds? Sure. But maybe something that's not a food for that oral fixation? Perhaps? Good thought. Here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and more enjoyable. 
Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device. Instead of vapor, Fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, Fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, Fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, Fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Its taste is surprising. All natural stuff. It's fun to fidget with, and it's a good weight. The wood feels good, and it feels cool to use. Start the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash dunks and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners to the show 10% off when they use our code dunks to help make starting the good habit that much easier. I got to get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute, but man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of NoDunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. All right. There it is. One more look at our championship game when it comes to Marquette versus Houston. We have Marquette winning. What is the score we're putting in, though? We need a total combined final score oh, just yeah. in case it comes down to a tiebreaker last year 72 to 69 was the final score it's fairly low score 141 points yeah, yeah it does seem low I, but championship games they're playing in those huge stadiums yeah. the nerves yeah mm-hmm. really gets to so you. maybe a little bit more how do you feel about a 158 yeah, that sounds solid what go ahead perfect <laughs> oh okay, good thank you <laughs> I thought you were going to say either way too much or way too little, exactly but no, perfect. Right. 158. Sure. I think it's meant to be. <laughs> 158 it is. All right. Submitted. All right, we're in. We're locked and loaded. Yeah, get in here. Okay. Uh, sounds like it's going to overtime. I think it'll be perfect for overtime. Oh, you think that's an yeah, overtime score? Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Yeah. Too much. Oh, Who knows? My God. Who knows? Uh, all right. Clippers win. Clippers cover. Turn up. Love you guys. Not awesome. Not awesome at all. I had the Warriors. So did Trey. Tass. Nailed it. Nice victory. Kawhi, the machine. He's rolling right now. You're four and seven. I'm four and seven. You're seven and four. What's tonight's game? Because there are basketball games on in the professional league, in the NBA. Even though there's a lot of college basketball to watch today. Yeah, there's gonna be a good one in Brooklyn. The Kings visiting, continuing that road trip that they just started in Chicago. Sacramento at Brooklyn. Brooklyn comes home after a long road trip themselves. So I always tend to go against that team, but I'm going with them. Who knows? Uh, I, I feel like they're coming off a loss, so they could cover this two and a half point spread. Pretty close line. King's getting a couple points for Trey. Thinks they'll lose by two or one or outright win. Well, Skeets and I think we're going to cover this two and a half. Or... Should be a good game. 
Kessler Edwards Revenge game. Oh, great! Just watch out. Uh, let's get to tweet of the night. Let's do it. Mm, tweet of the night. Wow. Tweet. Uh, I got two for you. First one. John Krasinski of The Athletic tweeting yesterday, Carl Anthony Towns is participating in the Stay in Shape League after shoot-around. It's five-on-five with Wolves coaches and other players not in the current rotation. The next step on the path to a return. Yeah, and I read uh, John last week wrote that Towns was uh, getting some on-court work Wednesday and Thursday of last week, so... It's ramping. It's ramping. It is ramping. Slowly, and, uh, ra- slowly, slowly ramping. Somebody sent me a video. You know how, like, uh, the Raptors do Open Gym? Like, it's like their documentary series, like, behind the scenes. Uh, they do a great job up there. The Wolves have some version of that. I think it's, like, called, I want to say something like Follow the Pack, something along those lines. Anyway, this person tweeted at me, here's what the Stay in Shape League is. There's, like, a 10-minute video on YouTube about what it is um, and sort of, like, how intense it actually is and the idea of behind it like nothing can all the all the you know weights you lift in the gym and all the shoot around things you do none of it compares to like some actual gameplay so it's pretty competitive um it's a lot of fun anthony edwards is like yelling on the sidelines guys playing and stuff so that's what carl anthony towns is participating in so it makes sense that he would be close to coming back maybe next week they say they're going to bring him back basically whenever he's ready. It doesn't matter if it's the last week of the season. They just want to see Towns on court with Gobert and Anthony Edwards. And now that they've brought in a couple of new pieces and a Mike Conley, we've seen a lot more Kyle mm-hmm. Anderson lately. They just want to see what this team looks like because this is going to be their team for the next couple of seasons. Yeah. Uh, another tweet, though. This one's a lot of fun. From Bleacher Report, sharing something by way of Nick Friedel. Jimmy Butler reportedly blasted Nickelback in the locker room after dropping 38 in the Heat's loss to the Magic. He sang every word. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw our guy Ziller, he had the poll up today in his newsletter. What Nickelback song do you think Jimmy sang in the locker room? Now, Ziller had three options. You could obviously put in other and, uh, and give another Nickelback song. But Ziller went with How You Remind Me. Photograph or somebody. And when you sing all three of those songs in your head, they all sound exactly the same. But uh, if you had to pick, Trey, what song, what Nickelback song do you think Jimmy was singing? And he knew every word. Uh, one of those three or something else? Never made it at a wise man. <laughs> That's what I think too. <laughs> Couldn't cut it as a poor man stealing. <laughs> if you know a Nickelback song, that's probably the one. How, that's how you remind me, yeah, right? That's how you remind me. <laughs> because that sounds a lot like somebody to me too. But uh... Uh, I'm I'm actually mad at Tom Ziller for even suggesting that it could be somebody because I didn't know that one off the top of my head. Ergo, I had to search for it and listen to it on purpose. Yeah. So now it's going to be in my algorithm. It's... This guy's a Nickelback fan. <laughs> <laughs> we got him. <laughs> gotcha. It's got to be somebody, right? It's you like, think it's, it's somebody? Yeah. No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. The title of the song is oh, Gotta it, Be Somebody, I think not it, Somebody. No, I think it's called Somebody. I, I don't think so. Gotta no? Be Somebody okay, is what okay. I saw as Just well. wanted to clarify. Just wanted to clarify. Oh, that's not how they had it on uh, YouTube. Not that that means anything. But okay. yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure because I also Wait, had to someday. search it. Sorry, maybe I meant... Someday is a different song. <laughs> I meant Someday. I oh. meant Someday. Okay. I wrote down the wrong oh, thing. Oh, whoa. 
Oh. This is Someday. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay, that's my bad. That could be that one, so, too. So, hold on. There is another Nickelback song that you said is called Gotta Be Somebody? You gotta Be Somebody. Okay. Geez. You Gotta Be Somebody. <laughs> they not only all sound alike, they yeah. all have the similar titles, I guess. I meant Someday, and I wrote okay. that down wrong. All right. Yes, 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 yes. I just want to make sure. Didn't that sound a little bit like how <laughs> yeah. you remind me? Yes, it does. Uh, but what do you think? Is it... It's not photographed. Look at this photograph! <laughs> no. That's all I can say. I don't think yeah. it's going to be... F- no? Because know. do you know the rest of the words of that song? No. Every time I do it makes me laugh. <laughs> and then Jimmy, what the hell was on Johnny's head? Maybe he says Jimmy instead. Yeah, he probably he changes the lyrics. I could see him singing the whole song just to make a joke about yeah. like, his preseason <laughs> photograph. <laughs> okay, change my head. Oh, yeah. Photograph for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. <laughs> oh, man. Something crazy happened this morning at my house when I was writing all this down, thinking about, oh, we'll make this another tweet of the night. I was asking or telling Nora about it. I was like, yeah, I guess Jimmy Butler likes Nickelback. And she's like, what? <laughs> Start telling her the story, what the tweet's going to be. And she's like, we're going exactly what we just did. Uh, well, what? Which one is that one? Because she's like humming one of them. And I'm like, I think that's how you remind me anyway. I start playing all these on YouTube. And Nora very sincerely goes, damn, Nickelback has some bangers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you take that back. <laughs> But I actually think she's right. I was like, oh my God, they are catchy. Catchy for sure. Earworms. Uh, but they all sound alike. But... <laughs> I'll tell you this. They're better than Oasis. Oh, wow. That's, wow. That's, wow. That's, that's well, wild. then Nora said, wild, I mean, she man. obviously friends with a lot of people down here in Georgia, like yeah. Americans. And they're like, she knows Americans that are, they're, they're country music fans, but they're like, not that Nickelback is that, but they're like, they're Nickelback fans. Yeah. Very, very they're popular there. down here. There's yeah. lots of them. Yeah. I'm not saying I like Nickelback. I'm just saying they're better than Oasis. They're the same band to me. It's Canadian Oasis. Canadian Oasis. Wow. Yeah, and my pick is How You Remind Me, because it's got that line, are we having fun yet? (laughs) Are we having fun yet? And Jerome sent his answer in, too. Okay. It's sort of the meme version of Photograph. Here it is. Okay. Look at this graph. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Let's hold on. That's a graph? No. It's, <laughs> it's the win-loss total, I for believe. The heat? For the heat, yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> so we got that in. Do you say that Oasis <laughs> comparison because uh, isn't Chad Kruger like a known dickhead? <laughs> I thought I thought he was notoriously nice, but I have oh, no idea. What? I'm not up to speed I'm with my sure Nickelback that. lore. Mm. So. Okay. Well. Let's hear what everybody thinks. What Nickelback song was Jimmy singing? Yeah. That part's not surprising at all. I mean, no. we've seen, no, not we've seen at him all. in the commercials and singing tunes on the airplane, drinking his Michelob Ultras. Maybe that's the next one coming. Nickelback, Jimmy Butler commercial. <laughs> Chad and Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's call it there. Photograph. <laughs> How you remind me. Of someday, you gotta be somebody. You just can jam them all together. Breathe this leader of men. Old enough, worthy to say. <laughs> are we having fun yet? Oh, uh, we are. Hopefully, you tell us. Was it a classic? Let us know. Five star ratings and reviews. Subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. Let's get to 65,000 by the fifth game of March Madness today, okay? I don't know what time that starts. They're back.
back to staggering them, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 12, good. 15, didn't they? Cause didn't, Twelve forty. Because that went away cetera, for a bit, didn't it? They like. I thought there was like a, a portion where they were like, oh, they wanted every game to tip after the next one, and then everybody was like, no, you're that half yeah, the I fun. Know. I could have sworn that. Yeah, was I don't thing. know. But anyway, we're back to staggered games, so that's good. Imagine being on the West Coast, waking up for breakfast, <laughs> eating some magic NCAA spoon. breakfast. Oh uh, yeah, nine fifteen exactly. games. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> Just blew my own mind. <laughs> eating some breakfast. <laughs> Watching basketball? <laughs> Looking at this photograph? <laughs> okay. Guys, we will see you later today if you're a Survivor fan, 1 p.m. Eastern for a no bus. Own podcast feed, own YouTube feed. Otherwise, we'll see you tomorrow here in the Classic Factory with a drop podcast. Tomorrow's Friday. Holy crap. <sighs> Someday. <laughs> Clipper Bros. <laughs> you heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us, and remember to subscribe, because that is how you remind us that you appreciate the show. Brace the day, people. <laughs>